0: ago did you pass your test
1: how long ago did yeah. you say <laughs> right so let's let's talk about your sort of tunes then so, I'm,
0: a, I'm a I love my R&B me you know yeah R&B fest yeah so yeah. what
1: what would you go to Lauren go? Lauren
0: Hill yeah Miss Education of Lauren Hill that yes. album yeah just
1: out of this world Trying you want to pick a track? Probably not from
0: that. I'd go I'd go. Killing Me Softly with the Fugees, though.
1: Right, 100% with are than that. Should we have a sing-song on that, then? Yeah, we should yeah. have a sing-song on that. Okay. Are you coming in with the
0: work? Oh. One time.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can do the Roberta Flack part. <laughs> but after that, I'm, I'm, I'm are, you are you done? Are you done? Strong in my pain with finger. One time. There you go.
0: Single. My life with his word. Two times. Killing me softly with his song, killing me softly with his song, telling my whole life with his words, killing me softly with his song. You got coming with a bridge. Oh, come on. Whoa. I do, love, sing. I, do like yeah. I do like music, I do like music, I do like to sing and I love to dance.
1: So when you're, when you're going out are you filling the dance floor, are you yeah. getting on there? First one, first yeah. one, straight on there. Nice. Music's got to be good, DJ's
0: got to be good and you'll find me on the dance floor.
1: Do you um, do you encourage like music in the changing rooms as well?
0: Yeah, do you know what, I think that really sets the tone of the day. So we've got different players that take control of like the tunes on the day, got AK on there, we've had fear on there, um, a few of the girls have a, a go-to track and post-match, win dependent of course, I'll be found in there getting, do you know what I mean, a bit, a bit of a little two-step in there in the yeah. middle. So yeah, I do like music and um, the players enjoy it too. And it keeps me young. I feel like it keeps me young because I'm you like. You are young. Well, not as young as they are.
1: <laughs> you are young, hundred percent. It
0: keeps me, yeah. It keeps me active. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does.
1: I remember ages ago doing something with Roy Keane, and he wanted certain music put on certain winning moments really? for his team, and then he would play. I'm going back a long time now, so he would play. I made like a little DVD for
0: them,
1: <laughs> so the. Goals or the winning moments were connected to songs, so that he would play them to them, and then just before they went out, they'd play it again. Wow. So that the, the players the, yeah, were thinking sort about of that, yeah. visioning like those. That's happy quite moments, smart, well. actually. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, that's quite smart. Really switched on. Yeah. Really switched on. Yeah. It's so I love yeah, thing. I love music. Do you do you like music? I love music. Yeah, I I love music because I like how it takes me to somewhere else sometimes. Well, I grew up listening to my mum's record, I'm like, I, like I'm actually flicking through my <laughs> record collection. Yeah. So my, mine is like the Beatles yeah. or sort of 60s Motown. Yeah, love stuff. a bit of that Motown. Was, yeah, that, so that's what I grew up to. <sighs> love Stevie Wonder. I've seen Stevie Wonder. Have you? Yeah. No way. Went to do something, if the launch of uh, Animal Kingdom at Disney, wow. when I worked for a radio station in the Northeast. So they invited me and the presenter to go and spend a week, like all expensive, ruin Disney because I can't go back there. Because <laughs> I'd be like, my well, everything was free last time I came. And where's Stevie Wonder? <laughs> so by the like the first night they had something lined up, second night they lined up, third night, third night it was one of the baseball stadiums. Yeah. And it was a concert. Yeah. So quite a lot, it was pretty much everywhere. There were, I think there were about three and a half, four thousand journalists from around the world being invited. Yeah. So by the third night, all of them were jet-lagged and I'm thinking, I am missing nothing from this trip. But they didn't (laughs) tell us who the artist was. So you went, like artist, song artist. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Bear in mind, there's probably less than 2,000 there now. Mr. Stevie Wonder. Oh my God, he's Stevie Wonder. Wow. For like the first 20 minutes, maybe a little longer, he's doing more of his new stuff. So people are drifting because they're tired. And then the presenter, me, went, oh, I'm going now. I went, I'm going nowhere. You're not telling me Stevie Wonder's yeah, coming out stage. and then not doing yeah. all these classic tracks. Of course he is. So we're edging near and near. I ended up with these uh, more mature ladies, shall we say. <laughs> uh, they were going, how oh, come? On. they were from Texas. So they're going, I oh, will take you under our wing. I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> I'm so there sorry. I'm so sick. Sorry J&J's to all our watching. Texan fans. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was either. But they adopted me, basically. And it turned out they owned like half the hairdressers across Texas. Wow. So these were like these little, so it was brilliant. So me and these little grannies right at the front. And he went, he did the lot. Yeah, it was like that's amazing. It was amazing. You've done some traveling, haven't you? Talking about Texas yeah. and everything. So, yeah. where were you? You're, you're obviously, you're not from round these parts. I'm just nah. going to say, down south is all I'm saying. A
0: big smoke, yeah. London, where, East London,
1: East London. Okay.
0: So, grew up in East London, um, went to school in East London and... Uh,
1: so who would your team have been when you were a kid?
0: To be fair, it should be West Ham, oh. but... I'm an Arsenal fan. Okay. And the reason I'm an Arsenal fan is because Ray Parler, who is from Romford and I live in Barking, that's like around the corner, came to our primary school when we were young and did a presentation. That's the first footballer that I ever met and I was like, I'm going to be an Arsenal fan. So that's, that's, I do. I think Ray's awesome, so that's why I'm an Arsenal fan. Um, So I support Arsenal,
1: yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. And then in terms of because I've heard you talk about Rachel Yankee before
0: as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love
1: Rachel. And she's a proper ledge as well.
0: She's a legend, yeah, she is. Very humble, um, very unassuming, but just a powerful woman, somebody that I grew up thinking, at the time, I think she was the most capped England player, men and women's. A lot of people didn't know that. When you ask questions in like pub trivia, who's the most capped England player? Her name would never come up, but she actually was for a while. And um, I grew up just idolising. I thought she was amazing. I yeah. had pictures of her and Mia Ham who was in America at the time, uh, on my wall. So when I got to actually meet Rachel at a very pivotal point in my life, it was like it was. A, I still get goosebumps thinking about it. But it was like a dream come true to meet her. And we, um, yeah, we have
1: kept in touch actually. So that's good. Yeah, it's awesome. So that when you say and when you brushed over that as though this pivotal <laughs> point in your life, so she effectively gave you the the courage or the power or the strength or whatever it might be to yeah. actually go do you know what I can I can this can be my life I can do yeah this.
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah I guess a bit of context I grew up um went to law school um got a master's in law undergrad in law postgraduate in law qualified as a lawyer practiced for a while in in the city it's in London and, and Canary Wharf what sort of law did you do so I did um, a lot of like financial compliance regulation, um, a bit of corporate banking, um, and then I ended up at Goldman Sachs. And so that's where we, I met Rachel just in the foyer in London. No one knew who she was, people walking past, and I was absolutely fangirling and thinking I wanna, <laughs> I wanna speak to her and, we had a very brief exchange, but, yeah, like you say, just a life-changing experience for me, anyway. I don't know about her. <laughs> I actually haven't asked her what she felt. I don't even know if she remembers. She probably do not even remember, but um, it was at that moment I decided I was going to just forego a career in law and try and pursue football. And
1: um, That's a big step to take. Yeah, big risk, actually, with no... I mean, especially... I mean, follow your heart is something that I always say to people if you can, but it's yeah. not always that easy, is it? There's, there's financial implications as well. It's my imagination of what someone working in a legal department <laughs> would earn to someone in grassroots not just football, football. grassroots <laughs> football, and women's yeah. grassroots football yeah. as well, or? Yeah,
0: it, it, it was an, abs- yeah, it was, my world was turned upside down. I was earning good money. It's a lucrative career. Um, And suddenly I was in a situation where I was actually volunteering coaching. I wasn't being paid at the time. I was doing a a program with Arsenal, like a coaching program with Arsenal. And um, then I had to sub myself with like part-time jobs. So I picked up a night job at Tesco, worked the night shift because you had to coach during the day, so I couldn't get a day job. So I'd start at nine, finish at five, go back home, have dinner and then get the night bus at eight. Get into Liverpool Street at nine, start my shift at ten pm, and finish at five the next morning. Wow! So, um, yeah, it was definitely not, not lucrative, <laughs> yeah. but it
1: I'm not healthy.
0: No, not healthy. I was used to working long hours. I guess yeah. that was that was a good thing from law, um, but uh, yeah, big sacrifice. And I, I definitely am a bit of a. I don't know if I'm. If I've, if I've got something in my mind, I'm like, right, how can I make it happen? And I'll try and do everything I can to make it happen. And um, it's just a little bit of an obsessive part of me that's like, right, I've got to make this work. Yeah. How can I make it work? Yeah.
1: So. so you've been around the world as well, haven't you? I think that's where we yeah. we sort of, we're talking about in terms of your traveling.
0: Yeah, and that started with the Arsenal program. So we did the first six months in London and I went. they took me through my badges and then at the time they had soccer schools so So
1: which badges you you got so i did
0: my level one and level two yeah um in london and then went to coach in in the arsenal soccer schools in in melbourne in australia um in south africa and in mozambique um so that was like my first taste of football abroad and it was just amazing like it's amazing how football can bring people that don't speak the same language together. You suddenly have a common... Do you know what I mean? Like, you can play. um, And so that was really freeing. And I'd never left East London up until that point. I think I went to law school in Holborn, so it wasn't that far away. And suddenly I was, like, literally on the other side of the world. So where in in South Africa did you go? I was in Johannesburg. And we were working in Alexandra, which is one of the townships Mm. really quite a deprived and underserved community, um, notoriously known for being quite dangerous as well. But that's where the need was, to bring the kids like football and hope and stuff. So yeah, I spent, I spent a good couple of months living there. I was in Mozambique for four months, to Australia for six months. Um, and then I took a job after in China and lived in Beijing for, yep. for three years. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah did was you learn different... any of the language i did, I, did I, you? I, yeah you have to you have to it's not a place where you, know, you might go on holiday in spain no. and get away with a bit a bit no. of english so like, you can't in, in in china so at the time i was completely immersed i could have basic conversations at a grocery store and chemist and taxi and order at restaurants yeah. so um yeah i made a big effort to try and integrate into that culture which is
1: completely different how old are you when you're doing all
0: this uh t- mid-20s Right. Mid twenties, so
1: that's a lot of growing up in a lot of, in a short space of time for a girl from the East End of London, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, a lot, but a really rich experience. I wouldn't, I didn't envisage it being that way. I didn't plan it to be that way, but I learnt a lot about myself. Yeah, um, I know I can live anywhere in the world now. But literally, you could drop me anywhere and I'd be all right. Yeah. Whereas before, I didn't think I could live outside the m twenty-five. Like
1: yeah, it just well, it's amazing <laughs> that some people will not leave their postcode. No. Like that, you said maybe they go on holiday to Spain or something. Yeah. And some people never leave the country full stop, do they?
0: No, no. Um, And that's fine if that's what they want. But for me, I just, I'm so glad I took that opportunity to just go and meet new people, new cultures, experience new languages. So it's been an enriching journey so far, for sure.
1: So what brought you back?
0: COVID actually. (laughs) 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 I know, so I was in Beijing in 2020, and I, my niece actually was turning five on the 20th of January and I, Chinese New Year is in, in January. So you get a whole month off at Chinese, Chinese New Year. So I, I planned to come home. I packed a two week suitcase. I left on the 17th and the borders closed on the 19th. Wow. And I landed in the UK and I was like, oh, well this will blow over. I went to the US, I went to Dubai and couldn't get back in. Yeah. Um, and then everyone else was closing borders by the March, and I was stuck in Canada for three months.
1: which Canada isn't had a big lockdown as well. Massive didn't lockdown. We? Yeah. yeah. So I was there for, for ages. So yeah. My friend's still there. My friend went over just before lockdown and was in Toronto, and he's still there. Now. Still there, really. Yeah. I mean, he's not locked down anymore. <laughs> he just it loves got it to that the much. Point where <laughs> if he'd left, he couldn't have gone back, and his now wife it, it was it was there as well. So. He's yeah. still in Canada now so that's a that's a that's a stroke of luck that you've got out of not a luck I suppose fortune will say. Yeah. Someone's that that's happened for a reason, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah that that's what that's what got me out and uh, I haven't been back since.
1: So have you got a room with all your stuff in somewhere in China?
0: <laughs> I had up until last year. I got right. it all back right. <laughs> last year and I'm like I actually don't need any of this because it's been like three years since yeah. I've had to use it so I had to get someone to pack me out of my apartment and ship all my stuff back to the UK. So
1: So I've got from Canada to here.
0: From Canada to here. Yeah. How did I get? It?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not eventually- going
0: to say it on a plane. <laughs> no, eventually the borders opened, so I had to wait for, I had to wait for a flight. And um, I came back. So I think I left January. I got back to the UK in the July. But
1: what have you come back to? What have you come back for? I just
0: came back home because I couldn't get back to China. So where's... My job
1: job had gone... So home, home, your parents? East
0: London, yeah. Back, Back to my parents in East London, yeah. So I couldn't get back to my job in China. I'd been out of the country for seven months. It was crazy, lockdown. So 2020, I'm like, wow, what am I going to do now? Because I haven't got a job. (laughs) So, yeah, just had to come back and um, go back to the drawing board. But I'd been volunteering for a an NGO, a charity called Goals for Girls. It's an American charity, and they use football to inspire girls around different parts of the world. So I planned to move to the US, but because of lockdown, I was working remotely. And then I thought, well, actually it works remotely and I don't need to relocate. So I started doing strategy with them. And then the opportunity to join Burnley came in 2021 and um, jumped at the chance to to try and impact the women's game here as well. So. Very fortunate that um, I'm still involved in the charity and kind of fulfilling my passion in bringing football to girls in underserved communities and also trying to professionalise like, a women's team here. So it's the best of both having the yeah the, the grassroots side and the professional side as well. So
1: and the team, the women's team, yeah, has the women's come team forward massively. But I know you've still got a long way that you want to take it yet still, haven't
0: you? Yeah, yeah, I think it's important to recognise for those that have been fans of the club for a while and that those that, we're even at the club, we've got players that are at the club before the takeover and they can speak to the uh, phenomenal changes in the last two seasons since ALK have come in. And it's been brilliant, Crabbers, like, it's been amazing to just put the women's team on the map. Um, but yeah, I'm always pushing for more, that's just my nature. I know that there's more we can do but I'm really proud of what the club have supported me and the team at the moment and currently sitting top of the league unbeaten it's good times new players new managers Um, so yeah it's an exciting time to be a be at Burnley.
1: What did it mean when you brought the women's team to Turf Moor for the first time. Over a hundred years football's been played at, at Turf Moor. Yeah. That's the first time in its, in its history that the yeah. women's football team played a match that were over 3,000 people for yeah. that game against Liverpool fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous, it was amazing. Yeah, How did you feel?
0: I think it's probably one of my proudest career moments to date, to be honest. Um, to be a part of history, um, to make hopefully the town feel proud and connected to the women's team um, and also for the players. What a moment for them. Evie Priestley from Burnley, grew up in Burnley, played through the community team, has got to the first team and scores the first goal in the history books for Burnley. Like, what a story, like you couldn't couldn't write that really. Um, So yeah, it was just, it was an emotional day. All the feels and and a game too, we went one nil down, I was panicking. It's like this is not the time to lose guys oh, <laughs> but um, we swung it around and yeah won the game and it was capped off with just like loads of young girls with their posters and flyers and can you sign my shirt it was just it was an overwhelming experience but yeah i'm i'm really proud that the club was supportive of that and we were able to bring that to the town
1: and in terms of the sort of the levels that it's stepping up now the levels of professionalism that having I mean, watched you around the training ground know how much that you're striving to push them. So, you know, we're on. We're, we're talking about level playing fields. Yeah. And that's like, stuff like, even stuff like how you how you eat, how you train, where you train, what yeah. you do, where you stay, yeah. where you get to games and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's so much that goes into the operational um, makeup of a, of a team, whether it's women's, men's academy, um, but we're really trying to, you know, push for that professionalism within the constraints that we have at the moment. So we want to be in a WSL. The club are supportive of that strategic plan. And so it's what steps can we take now that will bring us closer to that end goal. And so, you know, having a nutritionist, having access to a psychologist, having coaches um, full-time, um, an SNC, and an analyst, a physio, like, These are things that two years ago weren't even a pipe dream. And suddenly overnight, we've got a full backroom staff. um, And, you know, the the women are able to be in the same room as the men to have their debrief on analysis day and use the gym and the chefs are cooking them their food pre-match and post-match. And there just seems to be such a a good crossover. Um, And like just yesterday, we had our Christmas shoot and we had three of the women's team and four of the men's team do a Christmas day shoot together. Like that's, that's amazing. And just listening to the conversation, like it was genuine. Like Jack Cork was asking one of the, one of the players, "Oh, how was your game on Sunday? How did you get on? What, you know, what's the season been like? Like that's just, that you can't fake
1: that. That's just yeah. genuine interest. Yeah. And I think
0: that makes a a difference and goes a long way for the
1: players. Jay being there as well. I mean, I know he's me yeah. through and through, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay, but...
0: Yeah, he played on the Saturday he played, I, don't, I think you guys were away at Bristol maybe, played on the Saturday and we had our game on Sunday and he's there with his, yeah. his parlour. And, and big, his isn't yeah, it? That's yeah, it not, is.
1: And that's not an empty gesture, is it? That's nah, that he, a, he wanted that's to be quite, there. And it's quite important, you know, in terms of, I suppose, letting everybody know how important this is yeah. to Burnley, to the football club, to, to everything.
0: Yeah, and I think you have a unique opportunity to do that for your women's team. Um, and it's been a, a cr- incredible journey um, so far, and I'm excited about where it can go, to be honest. like That makes me feel excited. Good. There's more to come.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but with pressure?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's always pressure in football. In any high-performance sport, you know, you'd be a fool to think that you're going to come in here and just breeze through it, performance, pressure. But it's how you use that to your advantage, really. And um, I, don't, I won't say I like pressure. I don't. I don't enjoy it. but it's a motivating factor to, to get to get things done. So, yeah, we're we're taking each game as it comes, as they say, and we'll see where we end up at the end of the season. But hopefully, it's a a promotion spot for us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm just looking at the view now, coming over this hill out there. Yeah. You know, when people come into Burnley, I don't. I don't know. You know, when you speak to some of the international lads. Yeah. They're not really sure where Burnley is, what Burnley is. Yeah. Yeah. But then you think when you see how beautiful the surrounding area, yeah, and it is. the history in the town as well. Were you, were you, well, what were your thoughts when you first came in? Like, I'm looking at that. I know it's a bit of a misty, rainy day today, but that's yeah. Yeah. that's like wuthering heights stuff out there. That's that yeah. blows me away. I love that.
0: Yeah. Do you know? I hadn't. I'd admit, like, I hadn't heard of much or knew much of Burnley before taking the job. And I remember being on, um, on co-coms with, with Phil Budd. And when you sit that high up, you can see the whole of the town and it's just a breathtaking view. Um, it, and it is a small town, but it packs a punch. And you've got people that like, come up to you and say hi like you know what it's like in London you, you don't barely... do that down south nah, do you like, you can barely catch an eye well, when like... I went down to London last week <laughs> I
1: started talking to this woman on this tube not having it at all <laughs> having a conversation with her dog <laughs> a dog very friendly we chatted for the next three stops <laughs>
0: she wasn't too happy
1: it's what we do
0: I know so it's it's so friendly um, people want to stop and talk people are interested in what's going on um, it's an endearing town And I think we're in a unique place in Burnley, being in the Premier League. That our town and club are synonymous with each other. Like we've got a real opportunity to make a difference in the town that we're in, and this football club is central to so many people here. And um, when you think about and talk about pressure, like you know, you you want to do the town proud. You do because you feel it, and you, you know, you see the postman or the milkman or. The guy on security. Everyone's a Burnley fan. Mm. It's uh, it's it, it's it's mad to me, but um, I'm, I'm kind of slowly getting used to it. But yeah, we we definitely don't take for granted how special this place
1: is, um, and I've come to love it for sure. What it, about eating? Are you a foodie? Do you like?
0: Oh yeah 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 massive, massive food, and I love to cook.
1: Do you? Yeah,
0: I loved. I love to host people right. for dinner.
1: I don't, don't dinner? remember ever. No, I was going to say, you didn't let me finish that. Oh, what I was going to say was... <laughs> I don't remember getting an invite. I don't, I don't remember getting an invite, yeah. <laughs> you finished the sentence for me. Do you me. know what it is? Was it stuck in the post?
0: It's just in a job. Do you, know, like, do you know, like, I work evenings, yeah. so it's hard. Yeah. So, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Sunday.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, like, my rest day is Monday. Uh-huh. Friday, I know you've got plans because you're, you're so popular. Well, so so, not so when time. we've got like a break, yeah, then I'll have you over. Right, of course, yeah, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah,
1: yeah, you've, yeah, been
0: yeah. A, you've been at the club two years now. <laughs> 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 Listen, there's, there's. I there's, mean, I there's, haven't. I haven't been here
1: since June. Exactly, so. there's time. Okay. What do you like to eat? I've got that on camera now. No, In it's not about what, what you like cooking? to eat. What do I like Yeah, what's the? What's my go-to? Oh,
0: I like a bit. I like lamb. Lamb's my favourite. Yeah, I love lamb. So I cook, I cook lamb in different ways. I love rice, chicken. Yeah. I love an Indian as well. I like cooking Indian yeah. food. Yeah. Um, if you go
1: in, if you guys Jay's trying for this in terms of <laughs> what is what, his, what his, maybe for his birthday. Yeah. And he wanted a curry, but not with a vindaloo apparently. I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, if you if you in a curry. Yeah. What what are we having? A vindaloo. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love spice. Yeah.
1: Yeah 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 yeah. I'm ordering a vindaloo. Yeah all day long but if we're all around yours it's lamb is it
0: lamb or chicken a bit of rice right and i love to make um apple crumble (gasps) from apple crumble and custard and i like to make my own custard
1: yeah, it's my great. auntie Jean who lives just a couple of miles in, does she really? in that direction does she, really? she does no she genuinely she does. does I like, didn't just make that oh up right, I was I'm, not say. Just, I'm not just made up an auntie Jean I was like
0: Oof. she does she All lives right.
1: like a couple Hi, of miles in that Hi, auntie Jean <laughs> she'll not be there fish face she'd call her fish face Jean fish uh, rhubarb crumble and she grows her own rhubarb does she? She does the best rhubarb. In fact, I'll, I'll get her to make a rhubarb. Yeah, gimbal. when you
0: come over for dinner. Yeah, I'll bring it and I'll make
1: it. I did it. And it'll be Fish Face who's done it. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. mum does a good apple pie. My grandma used to make uh, a really good hot pot. Really? Oh, God, hot pot. Go to the match. Yeah. And then after the match, yeah. me, grandpop, grandma, Auntie Jean, my sister, yeah. my mum. Uh, all, all the women basically, me and my grandpa, pot with a crust on top. Wow, wow, what? Beetroot. I never oh, had no, the beetroot, no, and no, I'm no, regretting no. that now because I've had beetroot recently. I've gone, no, no. I should have had that. No, beetroot's not for Ten me. 10 years ago no, when no. I was a teenager. No, 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 not for me. Not for,
0: what do you like to cook? What's your go to cook?
1: I eat it because I have to because I'll die if I don't. <laughs> which is, I know, what I do. <laughs> You know, I can appreciate nice food. <laughs> yeah. I'm lazy around food. Oh, yeah. I like bacon. Okay. I'd like, I think bacon's quite uh, therapeutic. Yeah, I'd agree with that. What do you... I you make cakes and buns and all sorts. You never then, made me a then, cake. They never get eaten. You've
0: never made me a cake. Right, I'm going to You've gonna never f- br- you're not brought a cake into the
1: office? No, I haven't made a cake for ages. <laughs> can we fix that? We, we moved the house recently. Right, like, um, your oven's not working or? No, well, it's <laughs> the people who, when they moved out, it's like a, an, an old arger. Oven, I don't know how they you it's always know. on. So, the house in oh. the summer was the hottest house mm, on the planet. I was planet. gonna say, your lucky we've bill no... must be out of this. Well, it's not awful actually. Oh, is it not? No, but I don't think we've not turned the heating on yet. I don't even know if we've got heating in the <laughs> house. We just gather around the Argus, okay. <laughs> it's great. So, but I don't know how to make a cake. And I'm gonna right, so this is on my to do list. Right, go on and get Auntie Jean to make you a rhubarb crumble. <laughs> yep. I don't know if rhubarb's in season at the moment. So I'll have to double check on that one. Right. Yeah. We'll double check. And then, check. and then I've got to bake you a cake. So if yeah. I knew you were coming, out of bake a cake. It's a song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What cake?
1: What? <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's a song. Obviously. What, what we? What I'm making you then?
0: No, no, no. It's what you would make.
1: What's oh, your? Yeah. What's your? Goal uh, to? Well, jean's making the crumble because I do make a good crumble myself, but with her recipe. I don't know, it be something boring like a Victoria sponge or something. No, like I'm that, good. Possibly. I
0: don't do fresh cream, though.
1: No. Right, that's fine. Butter icing. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can, that's fine. Is that all right? Yeah, well, it'll have to be.
0: Yeah, all right. Just a little oh, bit. Or oh, you could go with a lemon drizzle. You can't go
1: wrong with a lemon, lemon drizz- drizzle. Well, you see, mother-in-law makes a mean lemon drizzle cake, so I'll get <laughs> so, uh, I Lynn, be- to, do, Lynn <laughs> to do the drizzle cake, <laughs> my mum to do an apple pie,
0: right. my Auntie Jane to, to do the rhubarb, rhubarb
1: crumble. Crumple.
0: And then you'll just bring it all?
1: Yeah, Grandma's sadly not with us anymore, so she can't do the hot pot. But I'll just bring it on, yeah. I'll yeah. bring it. I can be like uh, Burnley Eat. Not we just should Sticks, do Burnley that. Eat, Roundy Eat. We should do
0: that. We should do like a come dine with me, you know, like should Burnley. You? Yeah, we should. And get everyone round the table with eat right. food. That should be the
1: next thing. Burnley's come dine with me. Yeah. Right, okay. I think so, I something there. let's give us a sneaky preview. So is your signature dish dish for that, is it going to be lamb? Yeah, it would be. I don't really eat lamb. Do you not eat lamb? Not really. We Do you prefer beef? I used to have a, a Springer Spaniel, and I couldn't look at the lamb without thinking of Lennon. Oh, so, like Lord, You've just killed me. No, Mr Mayor. You've killed oh, no, me Larry there. The you've
0: at, actually at killed thing. me. You've killed me. So, so what, chicken?
1: I just done the medicine. <laughs> It's just a basic so did we just go
0: with veg- veggie. Yeah. All oh,
1: right. Yeah. I did at the uh, last week at the match. Yeah. I don't know why I thought I'll go for the vegetarian options. Tofu it was like eating an eraser from the sc- <laughs> from the school pencil case. Which you did regularly during your time at no, school. No, but I'm guessing that if you yeah. ate one that's an informed, what, Yeah, 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 yeah. You like know, noise of <laughs> it against the teeth. <laughs> you know, horrible. Horrible. Oh my god. But, uh, but yeah. So there you go. So, um, we're not a million miles away from getting into the training ground now. No, I know. So, um, should we put another tune on?
0: Yeah. um,
1: I mean, I don't know where you go, really, from killing me (laughs) I don't
0: know. I feel like... um, I I do feel like it's got to be a bit of Beyonce, you know? I'm I'm, I'm not going to be singing Uh to that
1: because... Da, 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 da. She's on a different uh, level. Oh, uh, if you're into, uh,
0: yeah, you? should we go with that? Yeah, Single off. ladies? Is okay. that what we're doing?
1: Hey Siri, this is going to be the campest thing I've ever done. <laughs> hey Siri, play Single Ladies by Beyonce. I don't see Beyonce in your contacts. In My contacts. <laughs> Imagine if she did. <laughs> you ain't got all three. Calling on screen, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, on you on at Premier League. Mobile. Oh, no. no. Stop, 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 <laughs> no. Stop. Oh, I was just about to call, call Jay-Z then. Jay-Z as I call him. it will be livid. Jay-Z. Ew, stay away from my Mrs. You. Jay-Z. Right. Hey, Siri, play Beyonce, Single Ladies on Spotify. Single Ladies Put a Ring on It by Beyonce, now playing on Spotify. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a tune in it.
1: He's <laughs> singing.
0: No. Are you, are you not singing at all? <laughs> I just love the tune. I just love her. You deserve to dip, dip. You're,
1: You're here back again. The guard of honor. Pay him many attention. <laughs> they are two ways. If you like it, then you should
0: have put a ring on it. If you like it, then you the have put a ring on it. Uh oh oh oh. Oh, oh 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 I went to go and
1: see Beyonce in concert recently. Did you? It was amazing. Do you like going to concerts?
0: Uh, it depends on the artist. I want to feel like I've got my value for money. And Beyonce does that. She performs.
1: Yeah. It's a whole show. Yes. She's good. Where did you go and see her?
0: Uh, that was at... Oh, I have to go. So. Tottenham Stadium. <laughs> you couldn't even say
1: it. <laughs> you killed me okay. there, Kravitz. So,
0: so, <laughs> I mean... Okay. But it was a great concert. Okay. And it wasn't in season, it was okay. like after the season yeah, yeah, yeah. was done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. And that's I had to fine. wash yeah, myself yeah. when yeah, I got I'm back sure. home sure. in like the towel and stuff.
1: What was the first concert you ever went to?
0: First concert I ever went to I think it was an Usher concert. Was it? Yeah, it was an Usher
1: concert uh at the O2, I think. That right. was the first. Play Usher on Spotify. Yeah, let's see what. What she comes up with. Okay, here's Usher on Spotify. So Usher, first ever concert? Yeah. Oh, now this one. You know this one, do yeah, you? Yeah, I know this do one. You? Yeah? Yeah? I didn't know it was called Yeah, even though he says it 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> she's done that to me again.
0: Yeah, that's as yeah, a vibe. Down on the low key, low key.
1: That was Beyonce ringing back. It was it? Yeah.
0: Oh, it was Daisy. Yeah. No.
1: She was in the room probably that he was calling, so she's like.
0: She oh. got me feeling like she's ready to go.
1: Yo. Here we go. And not a, a bad training ground, is it? You know, in terms of... Yeah. Because there's quite a lot of teams who don't go anywhere near where the men's team trains, so yeah. to be here as well. What, what does that mean?
0: It, I think it just it it just shows how much the women's team are valued by the club. Um, and it's not just lip service. We are actually here. Um, we have access at the right times, of course. We're not full-time yet, so we're here in the evenings. We have our analysis sessions here. We have the gym sessions here. Sometimes, you know, ahead of a game, we we'll have our pre-match here. Coach comes and collects us from here. So, yeah, the, the women's team are familiar with the with the with the facilities. We have our, you know, played a lot of our pre-season games on pitches and yeah. on the 3G as well. So, um, no, it means a lot. And I think for any player that's making decisions, especially in the women's game, and it's not all about the money. It's about them. What what does the support look like from from the men's team. And I think that's a really big call for players wanting to come mm-hmm. to play for Burnley. Right, we're here. We are. Do you we want are. to drop you
1: off so you're not getting wet? Or are you going to...
0: I think I'm going to like quick like dash. It? Yeah. Quick yeah. <laughs> yeah. dash and try and not well get, on, get my own wet. Bye. Right. Thanks a lot. Right. Take care. See
1: you later. Ta-ra now. Bye-bye.